Okay guys, this is Marvelous and Paranormal coming at you once again. Now, I just wanted to let you know what I've been listening on, uh, Real Ghost Stories Online. Now, there is a story that I meant to air, but deleted the whole thing because, uh, I thought I was going to add it to my, uh, episode that is previously uh, been released, but did not add it on there like I thought, uh, so if this is a redone, uh, episode for episode three, season one, let's say, honestly, I think I'm gonna be stopping after 13 is gonna be the number, but anyway, um, the, uh, thing that I want to talk about is there was a, uh, episode, um, that hit a little bit too close to home for me. There, uh, to set this up, um, these are brother and sisters uh, fighting like brother and sisters usually do. Not always, but there are times like that. But it just hit a little close to home of what I remember my relationship with my sister went. But I digress. Uh, the story is between these brother and sister in the story here. And, uh, she said something along the lines, I hate you, and there was a bickering back and forth. She slammed the, the door shut where the, the bed is in there, where the handle of where the, the door was supposed to have, like, a handle on the outside, but was only on the inside only, and she couldn't open up the door, and she was, like, screaming, I can't get the door open she was like really terrified and then um they they were both frightened and, and he was trying with all his might or whatever he was doing on on the outside to try get his sister out but um it would not budge so uh the logical thing he did is got his mom uh to come up to do what what she can uh, to get the door open, and and she she was like, well, you're not supposed to be using that door anyway. Uh, um, uh, how are you playing with a door or whatever uh, went on? I don't quote me on that. I mean, if you want the proper story, it's on Real Ghost Stories Online. Uh, just just saying, I I've been bench listening, but uh, there are like a thousand. <laughs> Uh, episode said, I'm not going to try and get back and search for it. I'm just saying that it's in there if you want to bench listen like I am doing. And uh, just to get back in there, she, she was like, Oh, uh, you guys need to apologize to one another. And then she apologized first, and then the brother apologized, and then the, the door slammed um, firmly to, to, to the side. I don't know how to make the uh, picture 
uh, more clear that, than that. Um, maybe if, uh, to use it as a reference as like maybe one of the uh, uh, Poltergeist movie I'm sure was in it, don't quote me, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure it happened in there, or, um, or like, uh, when the scene of Ghostbusters, when Dana's apartment door flew open and there was a terror dog in front of her, I'm not saying that's what happened in the story, it's, it's gonna be that force when it opened, uh, just minusing the terror dog. Um, <clears throat> anyway. So, basically, it's kind of like uh, a ghost from the other side is trying uh, to get the rest of peace it needs and uh, uses this opportunity to make this uh, family stick together. Uh, are they still living there at, at the moment? Uh, I don't think so. I think, uh, if I remember correctly, she moved from uh, this house to, like, her own apartment kind of thing, so she doesn't know if the ghost is still there doing that kind of stuff, but it's just really, uh, freaky stuff right there. I mean, I don't know if I would get, um, scared, maybe startled, maybe the word, because it's not something I'm expecting, but... It's not not frightened because uh, I'm from from this point forward. After going through the ghost tours, I, I I have nothing to fear of of ghosts. As long as I treat them with respect, I gain their respect back. Uh, that's where I'm coming from, and, and um, also the. Let me try to think of another story. I, I think uh, there was one where uh, I, I, I can't control the outside noises. That That's like a motorcycle going by, if you can hear that. Uh, um, I'm, I'm outside at the moment, so let me uh, think for a moment. Um, there was one thing, um, a, a lot of their stories uh, kind of seem to be like shadow people stories, but I'm trying not to touch on that too much because uh, when, whenever I hear like a a shadow person, people kind of get uh, kind of like the wrong idea of what uh, shadow people actually are. They don't necessarily uh, mean to mean only demon. Actually, I don't believe in such things anyway, but I do believe it's just a human uh, being ghost. Uh, that's using less energy and they um, appear out of your corner of your eye or maybe right in front of you where they manifest as like an outline of uh, a person and, uh, and, and it's in the form of a shadow. And uh, 
And uh, just like human beings, there are uh, good uh, human ghosts that take the form of a shadow, and there's bad human ghosts that take the form of a shadow. It just depends uh, on the location or their intent, really, just like in reality. Just treat them as a human being, and you're going to get the same respect as they treated you on, on Earth. Uh, with a bad one, well, you're going to get the response uh, negatively, whether you're good or bad, doesn't matter. But, um, my theory is it's just using less energy than it needs be because if they use uh, more energy to make themselves like a solid uh, human being shape like they were once on on earth like alive on earth uh, that's going to weaken them and it's going to take them another several uh, hundred years or uh, 50 years or <laughs> Who knows, maybe even 10 years to, to get that kind of strength back again. But, uh, the, uh, story I'm trying to think of is the one that I took on my walk. This guy was in, like, uh, in a housekeeping service, I, I, I think, and uh, he was asked to be like an escort, and uh, every time that he goes to, to work, and it's always this uh, uh, building that he's sent to, like the um, first floor, nothing, second floor, he gets like a prickle on his neck, and um, and then a few weeks later, same sort of thing. I mean, he, he keeps brushing it off. It's all the, the, the same story. I mean, he gets that prickle on his neck, and he didn't think much of it. And then it just kind of repeats itself like that several times in, in the story. But to get the proper version of, of the story, I recommend you checking out um, the actual story that he tells on a telephone. But, uh, that's on Real Ghost Stories Online. And, um, what, what happens is, is that he was, uh, talking to the manager, saying, like, um, that the housekeepers, uh, uh, just feel uncomfortable being alone in there. And, um, they can't go anywhere without an escort. And, and uh, <laughs> so he kind of thought, well, he was not much of help so he decided to ask a security guard on one of those nights and and he was asking well why are these uh, uh, house uh, keepers asking for an escort and uh, he was uh, like um, saying to, to them when, whenever they were alone um, where things starts to happen like they're uh, cleaning supplies gets moved around or thought the lights will flicker or uh, be off or something is missing and somebody is uh, sneaking up uh, right behind them like uh, 
like they feel like they're not alone all that stuff and they get like this creepy feeling and then um, that's why they need an escort because strange things happen uh, and and they get scared by cleaning the apartment all alone by themselves so he was like okay um, that explains it a little bit better and then he um, goes back to this one place and um, the lights are out and he doesn't know why the lights are out and uh, he still feels like this prickle on his neck like something is <laughs> present in a room like the electric charge so <laughs> he doesn't have uh, an explanation but he just kind of thought it was kind of creepy but uh, he doesn't know what you make out of it so <laughs> if you want to uh, get the full story I'm trying the best I can uh, recollect it as as I heard it on my walk but that's about as far as I'm able to uh, recollect that at, at this moment now the only reason why I'm starting this uh, Spirit Saturdays podcast is is because I want to, to know my passion is the paranormal and it doesn't matter if it's fiction or not or made up or not but it evolves a- around why my love for the paranormal is the way it is and and I have only had one uh, paranormal experience already I, I I don't think it was a continuous thing that was supposed to happen but uh, I, I I hope to experience more paranormal things so I can share it on on the podcast like like I experience my first shadow person I still kind of do in my room it's just not as potent as it used to be because all the furnitures are rearranged and everything like that and I see something right in the corner of my eye I I I want to say that it's relevant Um, like it's not the trick of my, my eye I mean there's there's got to be one way to uh, kind of like prove that I'm not just seeing things. I, I guess if I have like a thermal camera or something. But uh, what, whatever the, uh, the case, I occasionally get them. Because uh, I kind of uh, told them that uh, good spirits are invited only and... Uh, any negative spirits uh, that are present need uh, to be leaving my room right now, and uh, it usually works. And and I I see some occasional uh, beings just like out of the corner of my eye going back and forth, uh, shadow people just marching in my room. So the reason why I'm bringing this up is, is because the, uh, the reason why I want to talk about this 
on a spirit Saturday is, is because the veil is starting to thin. Like, I, I can feel it in, in the air. It's a little bit difficult for me to uh, describe it to you as an empath. But the changes are in the air. I'm not talking like fall or, you know, like the changes in, in the leaves and stuff like that. No, I just mean energetically. And it's very, uh, very hard for me to describe to you how it feels. It's almost like a magnetic feeling, but at the same time, it's just a vibe, a, a feeling that it's very hard to uh, describe to you unless I, I do a poem about it almost, but Like, I can express it better, uh, maybe through poems, uh, and I haven't done poems for a very long time, and it's kind of like another language to help you understand where I'm coming from. But I'm not talking about poems right now, I'm talking about the veil thinning, where you can easily communicate uh, to, to ghosts and spirits, whether it be your uh, loved ones who have passed away, or... Uh, your guardian angels or archangels, wherever you believe in. As a pagan my, myself, I, I know that, uh, that it's not just for Samhain or Halloween for people who want to get a better understanding what I'm talking about, but Google it on, um, you know, Google search and it'll uh, tell you, just uh, type in, how do you say, S-A-M-H-A-I-N, uh, which looks like Samhain in the American way we're supposed to pronounce it. And, and it is spelled that way, but the Celts, C-E-L-T-S, you know, it, it's... It's not the basketball team, uh, spelled the same way, but the traditional word where it came from is actually the Celts. They, uh, the hard K with, with a C is a K. Uh, so the Celts actually um, pronounces it differently, which is Samhain. So how do you pronounce um you know, spell out Samhain as, as he would, and then it'll take you through different sites of how different people say Samhain. And then it'll give you the uh, pronunciation. And uh, if, if you can't sound it out yourself, ask uh, somebody who can uh, pronounce it for you, like I'm doing for you right now on this podcast. So... Uh, Samhain, yeah. And then, it's not just on Halloween, you know, Samhain, but it's also on uh, the winter solstice, where the veil thins and it gets much, much thinner, where you're able to communicate with your angels better on, on that day. I'm not saying uh, that this is a, a sure thing one way or the other, but the veil starts to get 
much thinner and thinner as, as the uh, uh, New Year's approach. And then when uh, the New Year um, comes in January this, this year, um, it'll be kind of like, I, d I don't want to say that the veil closes, but it's somewhat hidden from us uh, again, and it kind of feels like it, uh, the feeling is, is not uh, like sealed, but it, it thickens all over time where it gets a little bit harder to distinctively tell uh, whether the uh, veil has opened or closed, but um, the feeling is, is still there whether it's open or closed or not. I mean, if it's it's open, it feels like it's shut to, to us, but um, to, to impasse, uh, we're able to feel it on certain occasions. So the veil has to open for us at certain moments in time, but when uh, Halloween comes around, you know, Samhain and, and uh, winter solstice and Christmas and New Year's comes around, we feel it a lot easier uh, around here. I hate the cold weather, I, I do, but the only thing uh, favorite of mine to do is to <laughs> dress up on Halloween. I mean, who doesn't like to dress up on Halloween? Well... There may be a few out there, but I love to dress uh, on Halloween. It's my favorite thing to do. And uh, that's all I have to share with you at, at the moment. And as always, have a good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night, wherever you may be listening to this podcast at this very moment. Goodbye, good night, peace out. Till next time. Okay, this is Marvelous, a paranormal coming at you once again. Now, I just wanted to try to think of a topic off the top of my head. You know, on the fly. And, uh... Excuse me. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um... I talked about this with a, a, a friend of mine. Um, let me see. It was on the 10th of October of 2020. And I just wanted to kind of break down um, my own paranormal experience. Well, it's paranormal to, uh, to me, but it wouldn't be a paranormal channel if it had a little, uh, a little of my experience. Uh, but, um, every time I go to the, uh, the park, I sit on the bench to meditate just for a little bit and protect myself from unwanted energies. I, uh, always ask for a sign from uh, Archangel Michael and I do believe in Archangels I believe they are real I'm not even a, a Catholic and I believe in them 
just like I believe in many gods, but, uh, anyhow, I, I also met my, um, spirit guide, I'll get into that a little bit later, I'll try not to go on a tangent on, on the story, uh, I'll, I'll try to condense it the best I can. The part that I'm going to be talking about with Archangel uh, Michael is is that when I got back in town on October 9th, and it was like around 127, 128, uh, uh, around that time when I went for a walk. It was Archangel Michael who gave me the sign that uh, this fuzzy in in the air. I don't know what to call it. It it doesn't look like any other fuzzy that I was aware of. It, it looks like one of those fuzzies that where the uh, uh, bird flaps its wings so so hard that one of the fuzzy feathers just kind of float in in the air kind of thing like when they're molting kind of thing that's what it kind of reminds me of unless it's something else from from a plant i i can't discern which fuzzy it is but uh it's significant to me because i asked for archangel michael to show me a sign that he's around me I mean, not all the time, but when I do, uh, when I'm on my walks, he shows me a sign that he's around me. And this particular one wasn't any other fuzzy that, that, that I, I've seen. It kind of seemed to have an intelligence of its own. I mean, regardless if it was blowing in, in the wind, it was just like... Uh, telling me to walk right over here. So I was like, okay, I'll walk on a sidewalk. Well, I I was going to walk there anyway, but it, it, regardless, it was kind of like guiding me, you know, um, walk right here. Uh, I, I, I want you to be right here today. And uh, I was like, okay, I follow you, and thank you for your uh, sign, Archangel Michael. Um, and the, <clears throat> I believe I, um, talked about how I met my, um, spirit guide, and I believe it, uh, uh it's, it's in there. I, I believe one of my, uh, previous, um, like, podcast, but basically Steve Huff of Huff Paranormal um, uh, guided me through this meditation and he gave me uh, a time to uh, meet my spirit guides. It, it, was, it was like I was on a white sanded beach and I opened up a door and I'm through this 
um, hallway of, of this uh, corridor of rows of rows of rows of um, doors. I mean, some of them uh, do open, some of them are locked and stuff like that. But when I have to trust my intuition of which door I, I open. This is my experience and I'm pretty sure my spirit guide will um, mind me sharing this with you. And she just told me no. Uh, anyway, regardless, I went on for a moment or two. And then I knocked really hard three times. She opens up. Uh, to describe her, like, like I said, this is just like my experience of it, and this is how she appears to me. And it really doesn't matter uh, the looks or whatever, but it does uh if you want to know what she looks like to me she's like uh beautifully golden tanned and has freckles on her face and uh i believe she's more of a blonde and uh that's how i met uh my spirit guide and i asked the first thing that came to mind and that is to find out what her name is and I was like what is your name and she tells me her name is Alice and she doesn't tell me a last name she probably doesn't have one I mean she's a spirit guy <laughs> and, and uh, as far as I'm going down to this uh, journey she may help me uh, develop more of my uh, uh, abilities, uh, empathic abilities and psychic abilities to trust my intuition again like I used to like really strongly at one point. And then uh, just because the abuse that I took from a narcissistic person uh, that I need to get my uh, belief in spirituality back so regardless she's here to help me and jot down things in, in my journal which I haven't been doing I should be but uh, but I'm sharing this experience on this podcast on uh, Spirit Saturdays. So, as far as I'm concerned, I'm still trying to find another paranormal episode uh, from Real Ghost Stories Online to share with you. I haven't found one yet. I mean, I'm sure there's lots of paranormal episodes that I heard, but haven't heard clearly what their story is like. I don't know if it's my earbuds or their studio that they're 
story is it coming through on me like not really clearly on on my end i i don't know what's going on but uh hopefully i'll find one that i would be able to share as a third and final episode on this platform so as always this is marvelous and paranormal coming at you once again have a good morning good afternoon good evening and good night wherever you may be listening to this podcast at this very moment and goodbye peace out till next time hey hello uh it's been a while huh it's been a while manny yeah, it has been a while. Um, well, I was on vacation anyway, but uh, I am back, and uh, this was my first day back to work anyway. Mm, are you? Huh? I said, what'd you say? You said you what? Well, I, I went on vacation, and then this is uh, my first day back to work. Oh, okay. Okay. So how you yeah. like it? Uh, I mean, it's, it's fine. It's, it's the same job as I, I've been working at it. Uh, the, uh, pharmaceutical packaging company. Oh, okay. Wow. Is it, is it in St. Peter's? Uh, Yeah. I think I think I've heard it before. Like I said, because I used to I used to live in I used to live in St. Peter's. Um. So when I was out walking uh, tonight, there's a neighbor that um has like two dogs, but one of them isn't hers, and um. Um, there's a brown dog and there's a black and white dog. It's uh-huh. it's, it's not um a Dalmatian. That's what a lot of people uh kind of think when I describe black and white. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, there are different breeds, but but this one has black and white uh, color. On it. And I think it's still young, but it it doesn't know when to keep barking. And and this uh, one, I, I mean, if it was during the day, uh, I I wouldn't think much of it. But it it gets dark pretty early. This dog uh, scared me. And still doesn't know when to uh, quit barking. Uh, so I I just got a little annoyed how this dog uh, keeps barking uh, when I, I pretty much a neighborhood making my rounds around uh, to to make my walking uh, path that sort of like uh, my exercise. Yeah. So I just scared it right back because um, I lost count. I, I think I I roared three times with my exclamation. 
I didn't do too many times. I didn't. I didn't want to uh, wake up uh, the, the the neighbors really, right? but I just got annoyed. They're like, "Okay, I'm going to uh, give you your own medicine back," because the uh, the dog has to to know when to stop. I I I I don't know if I helped it or made it worse, but but I I'm going to uh, maybe hear about it. Um, uh, somebody who worked at uh-huh. the um, apartment building that I live at, and uh, she's either going to tell me that she's uh, heard me uh, like roaring at at her daughter's uh, dog, or um, maybe she won't say anything. But but but. Uh, depending on the situation, I I, I hope uh, uh, that the latter happens because I don't need any more drama in my life. I'm trying to get away from from that as best as possible. All right. <laughs> so, um, I called you because there there was like uh, oh. What what was it? Uh, it was uh, a topic that that I wanted to uh, talk about on um, this one thing, this this one show called uh, Real Ghost Stories Online. Uh-huh. And it's not very detailed. I mean. If if you want to listen to this uh, story, I I keep telling uh, people on my my platform if if they stumbled upon it and and uh, were were listening to my podcast. What let's say the the proper story is on their platform at Real Ghost Stories Online. Mm-hmm. But um, the summary goes. Uh, like she was in high school and um, she was staying at somebody's apartment I think if I remember correctly and uh, she was uh, alone and then when she uh, saw that the uh uh, I, I guess it was like one of those old school boom boxes, I, I, I guess. And, and then the stereo just turned on by itself. And then she, she was like, okay, I'm just going to unplug it because I, I, I just want uh, kind of like quiet time kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then the next time uh, she was like, oh, <laughs> Uh, stereo came back on again, and then uh, she was telling her friends what was going on. Uh, they're like, "Oh, it's like a surge or something like that." Uh, that um, making it come on and off. And and, and I said, uh, she, she she was like, uh, "No, uh, yeah, check it out yourself. Uh, it's unplugged." And, and then. Uh, a few moments later, the uh, 
radio uh, mm-hmm. that, that, that the stereo turned on, and, and then they were all freaking out, and they, they were like, okay, we're out of here, and then they were uh, in the story, they, they, they were like, okay, we're, we're leaving, and then uh, she was the only one uh, left, and it didn't hit her, and, and, and uh, they're like, oh, uh, I'm going to be the only one left. So she chased after them. But actually, she didn't uh, make it in time. She uh, was playing in the cornfield with uh, stuff around her. And, and so, like, okay, I'll wait till like the next day. But, but uh, it's, I, I don't know uh, how or when she back but maybe she could fill in those details as I continue to listen to this podcast as mm-hmm. as I'm bench listening but I thought that was very um, I, I I haven't experienced it but but I I, I would imagine it being creepy but at at, at, at the same time, I, I I would think fascinating as as well be, because I I don't think I scare too easy. Uh-huh. I mean, not 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 with paranormal stuff anyway. I I, I would think of it uh, being fascinating. So. Um, I'm uh, using this recording so I could uh, use this to to be a part of uh, Spirit Saturdays. It's it's my new um, uh, platform. Oh, okay. And, and uh, Spirit Saturdays is is just like uh, as as it um, pretty much sounds. I, I I mean, I'm going to publish this out for uh, Saturday, so it's not, so I can actually schedule it for for that Saturday. And then Fridays is always going to be like. Uh, Movie review Friday, but 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 I'm gonna be taking a break in between too. Uh, mm-hmm. I I, uh, I I can't always do uh, movie re- uh, reviews if I'm gonna be um, bored out of my mind by watching movies. But uh, I I need to take a little interval, a little bit. So. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so, so the other thing that I wanted to uh, kind of talk to you about is is that uh, I don't know if you heard what an empath is. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh, basically, uh, what it is, it's um, someone uh, who 
is very sensitive. Uh-huh. They've been told all their life that um, you're too sensitive, you're so sensitive, and stuff like that. And that just kind of uh, seems like a broken record to uh, to them. And uh, they're they're like, that's not what we want. Of uh, what we want to hear is something soothing and positive and stuff like that. And, uh-huh. and I, in, in some ways, we could understand why they're kind of repeating it, but at the same time, it doesn't. Uh, what um, have uh, for for someone with an impact of. I'm going to call it like a failure. Mm-hmm. Um, we need to have like uh, a mentor that helps us um, get used to our uh, uh, gifts, our abilities. Right. To, um, not only become stronger through life, but but just understand what's our our real emotions and what is other people's emotions because we soak it up like a sponge because that's what I am I I, I soak things up like a a sponge and, and usually I I can freak people out usually at at times um, by. I kind of feel like it's, it's the only way to explain it is it's like uh, mind reading, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I I have that natural ability if if I hone my uh, intuition into it, mm-hmm. but but um, just using my empathic uh, skills, it it's not a hundred percent. Mind reading, but it'll feel like that for it's, it's it's like oh, you can read it really well, kind of thing, and it kind of freaks them out. And uh, it's a little bit hard to do it um, on times when I'm picking up something from uh, uh, picking up something from from people like they're. Their energy is either high, it's either low or neutral, or something like that. Uh, it's just like um, scientists say uh, that everything is is energy. Well, I agree with that. I, I agree but, with it too. But but sometimes uh, what they don't agree with is the metaphysics uh, part of the. Uh, um, experiences that that we're having like like this will call um a fall under the metaphysics uh kind of category right and and uh it's it's real i mean i'm sure there are charlatans out there that that could pretend very well but i i i'm one of the uh genuine empaths out there that just uh feels thing when I probably 
don't want to or at times when I feel like I should um, want to use it because somebody is asking me uh, what can I uh, tell about them and stuff like that. I'm either going to be either spot on or maybe a little off, but that that kind of depends on the day and my my energy. If I'm uh, l- uh, like if I meditated enough to to center myself, right? So, I mean, it's it's a hard journey for anybody who is a uh, empath and. and and um, also, um, being an empath and being highly sensitive is not the same thing. I don't know what the difference is. It's something that I saw on on YouTube, but did not click on a video to to know the difference. But um, all I know is. I I can feel not only other people's energies, but I can feel like uh, um, there's like somebody in the room, but mm-hmm. not physically in in the room with me. Like uh, I I feel like there's like uh, spirits uh, around, and I'm just starting to notice it. Uh, like not now. I mm-hmm. mean not. Not not just like figuring out that I can feel them now. I've I've always been able to tell, but it's just something that I haven't really practiced with since I was a teenager. And I always felt like I was watched. I I I, I was like, why do I feel like I'm being watched? Um, now I I I know it's not something to scared of I mean it can be scary for some people but right. just um, I'm just finding it more fascinating that that than I do um, uh, that than I do terrifying right and uh, the example that that I can express to you is is that I uh, actually asked for a sign from Archangel Michael and then I it's it's kind of hard to uh, properly explain what went on uh, because when I came back from from my trip on Friday that was like Oh gosh, uh, uh, today, well, technically tonight is Monday mm-hmm. on, on on this recording, so it would be um, three days ago. And um, uh, when when I went on my walk, like around one twenty seven, one twenty eight, around there, mm-hmm. and then around the neighborhood, I just. Um, saw like this fuzzy in, in, in the air. I, I can't really explain to you what kind of fuzzy it is. It, it looks like some kind of cotton, maybe some sort of a, a wasp 
feather from from a bird or something like that floating around. But wow. it kind of, it kind of seemed like that um, it had its own intelligence. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, the wind was was blowing, but but I kind of feel like it was just a little bit more than that. Like it noticed me, like like uh, there's this archangel Michael saying, like I'm I'm here, here's my sign, mm-hmm. and, and I just continued on, and it just kind of felt like. Uh, he is protecting me, and, and and there's no doubt about it. I I'm not even uh, a Catholic, but I believe in archangels. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I I like to uh, try to talk more, but mm-hmm. uh, maybe um, wake up for it uh, uh, when you're next available. Um, I'll be ready. I'll be available tomorrow. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, anyway, oh. Talk to you soon, I, I, I suppose, Manny. Okay. All right. Thanks for stopping in. You're welcome. No problem. All right. Bye. All right. Bye-bye.